Hello and welcome to Our Lady of Victory live streaming. Today is Friday, May 22nd, Friday of the sixth week of Easter. Today again we continue to listen to John's gospel. And in his gospel, he says this to us today. Jesus said to his disciples, Amen. Amen, I say to you, you will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. You will grieve, but your grief will become joy. When a woman is in labor, she is in anguish because her hour has arrived. But when she has given birth to a child, she no longer remembers the pain because of her joy. That is a child has been born into the world. So you also are now in anguish, but I will see you again, and your hearts will rejoice, and no one will take your joy away from you. On that day, you will not question me about anything. Amen. Amen, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Friends, for our salvation, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. My friends, I'm certain there's not a mom listening here today that doesn't appreciate Jesus' words in the gospel story. I don't think there's a happily married spouse here whose relationship with his or her beloved has not been tried and tested and discovered that in many ways their relationship is stronger as a result. There's not an individual who has not lost a loved one who hasn't experienced the hard road through grief and despair. See, in these final words of Jesus to his disciples, his followers, Jesus reminds them in their sadness and their suffering. He reminds each and every one of us that in brokenness, we become stronger, that the promise of Easter is realized only in the taking up of our own cross. See, though I think we may hesitate to take on the pain of giving birth to the good at a particular moment or back away from healing of a broken relationship for fear of being hurt again, or struggle to see the light in the midst of the darkness of despair or cynicism. The light of the risen Lord Jesus flickers in the love that we possess and in the love that we share and in the hope that we experience. See, through the years you've oftentimes heard me preach that I don't believe in a God who throws things at us to test us through life, but rather a God who throughout our lives stands with us and helps us to learn through the experiences of life. That God doesn't take someone from our life because he's trying to teach us something, to teach us appreciation. We lose people in our lives or we lose people to illness and death because of the frailty of our human condition. Or we lose people in our lives because of choices that they make or choices that we've made along the way. 
but God is the one who stands with us in the midst of the loss and helps us to perhaps see, to understand, to glean from those very experiences something that perhaps our hearts still need to learn and still need to understand. Because otherwise, if we simply believe in a God who's always sending something to teach us something, taking people from us, letting us be hurt or hurting us, what kind of God would we say that we believe in? We believe in a God who loves us, who called and created us to live with him forever. Our theology doesn't teach us to believe in a God who tortures us, who's always somehow punishing us for something that we've said or we've done. See, that was the fear of the people of the Old Testament. Remember the man born blind? They gather around Jesus and they ask him, so whose sin is this, his sin or the sin of his parents? And Jesus says, this has nothing to do with sin at all, neither his nor the parents. This is that you might see the glory of God being revealed. See, Jesus can use everything that happens to us in our lives for the good. If we're willing to open up our eyes, that we're willing to see and to believe God in the midst of those rather than going from that place of, why is God doing this to me? I don't think truly I have ever asked, God, why me? Why are you doing this to me? Instead, I always try to ask the question, God, what do I do now? God, what will you do with me? What's the next step for me to take? God, I don't understand. Give me wisdom so that I might understand. Help me with your wisdom that I might know the next step to take. I hold firm to my belief that God is with me because if I let go of that, what do I have? I remember so well and. July of 1989, when my dad's father, my grandfather, Albert, was dying. The day before he passed away on July 3rd, I was with him in the hospital room. And he asked me if I had ever met people who don't have faith. I assured him that I had met people with no faith. He looked at me and he said, so how does anyone survive? How does anyone go through life's difficulties and, and challenges without faith? What do you hold on to when everything seems so difficult and so hard? I know that my grandfather never let go of his faith. He always held it close to his heart. And he used it as a lens to help him to see and to understand. Not using it as 
somehow a rationale for nothing bad to ever happen to him, or somehow using it against God of, well, why did you do this to me? I've been good. I followed all the rules. I've done what I was supposed to do. Jesus invites us to trust, to believe that he is always with us, even till the end of the age. Today, today when you start to question, today when you start to doubt, clench your fist, hold firm to your faith, and know and believe you're not alone. Let's pray. Almighty God, may we place our trust and all of our wisdom and our grace in you alone, never forgetting the many ways in which we see your wisdom, your compassion, and your forgiveness in our midst. Help us that we might treat every moment of our lives as sacred and holy, that we might see and appreciate every step we walk as a part of our life's journey, a journey from here to your dwelling place. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Lady of Victory, pray for us, and may we be blessed by our God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. God loves you.